When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nasios, getting you set for Thursday night's game from a betting perspective. Lots of games to get into, starting with the Vancouver Canucks visiting the Boston Bruins, one of the best teams in the West facing the best in the East. What are we thinking, George? Could this be a Stanley Cup Finals preview? Honestly, could be. That, I, actually- I'm very into that. It's actually not one of the best in the East facing one of the best in the West. It's the best in the East facing the best and the very best in the West there right now. These are, the, these are the top two teams in the league. So pretty good matchup here to like uh, watch out for. Um, yeah, could we see a rematch of what was it? 2010 Stanley Cup? 2011. 2011 or, Stanley no, Cup no 2010. 2010. You're totally right. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. So um, uh, Vancouver has been just unbelievable lately. Added Elias Lindholm who scores two goals as if the season can't get better. The stories can't get better for Vancouver. He scores no two goals in his Canucks debut. Um, great. Like posting up in front of the net on the power play there. Um, I'm going to go against the Canucks who are 10 and two in their last 12. I want to take the Bruins on the money line, the home side paying 1.75 to one. Interesting. Bruins, Bruins suffered a di- disappointing loss a couple of days ago in their first game since the all-star break. They lost four, one to the flames. So I think they're going to come out extra motivated today. And I don't think they're going to lose two in a row um, here to start post-All-Star break. They're a very good team, as we mentioned. Only twice this season have the Bruins lost consecutive games at home. So they don't lose two in a row at home very often. Um, Boston's always also beaten Vancouver in three straight home games and four of their last five games played in Boston. And... They have a great home record, second best home record in the Eastern Conference. So when I put it all together, I just feel like Boston has a response tonight. They know who they're playing tonight. They're not taking anybody for granted. Vancouver's kind of due for a loss here too. Um, They just can't keep on this tear forever. So I like the home side here tonight. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row at home coming out of the All-Star break. That's fair. I mean, do you think this will be a higher scoring game or is this going to be a lower scoring one? Man... I didn't like, you know, when I was like, because even the pick, I don't love Boston, but like gun to my head, I'm picking Boston. But the mm-hmm. over-under, I didn't know which way to go with that either. Um, yeah. I just like Vancouver scores in bunches. They do. But in Boston's known for being more of a shutdown defensive team. But when Vancouver plays these tight games, I believe it was Carolina they beat the other night. They beat mm-hmm. them 3-2. So when they play these goal team, really good teams, they tend to be lower scoring. I don't think they're going to light it up against I, – I see a similar, like, 3-2 game happening tonight. 3-2, maybe 4-2 with an empty netter. Um, that's that's what I think the scoreline will be tonight. Now, what about Quinn Hughes? 25 power play points this season. Boston's penalty kills just outside the top 10. But that Vancouver power play, when they're rolling, they're unbelievable, and Hughes is a big part of it. Yeah. Um, 
Boston's penalty killing is pretty good, but they get penalized a lot. So yeah. Vancouver will probably get some power plays tonight. And they have the seventh best PP in the league. And a lot of that is thanks to the man you mentioned, Quinn Hughes. So I'm not only telling you to pick Quinn Hughes to get a point tonight. He leads all defensemen in scoring this year, Norse trophy favorite. But I'm telling you to get a, to pick him to get a point on the power play. We saw him throwing the puck on the net and Elias Lindholm getting the tips last game. If you pick him to get one point on the power play, you get plays 2.8 to one tonight. You got two power play apples last game. He's got 25 power play points on the season. I like those odds. So take Quinn Hughes to get a power play power play point tonight. Pays 2.8 to one at BetMGM. Hey, I can't go can't go against you on that one. I like it. Okay, so next up we have the Winnipeg Jets visiting the Philadelphia Flyers. The Jets desperately need a win. They've lost four in a row. Lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know they got shut out actually three nothing. Now Philly. Philly is a team that we think is going to trail off. We've talked about it before, but they beat Florida 2-1 to one the other night. Sam Harrison's yep, pulling things down in the crease. What do we think about this one? I'm taking the Jets tonight, and this is maybe my favorite pick of the night. It is my favorite bet of the night. As you said, they lost four in a row, longest losing streak of the season. They're playing a Philly team that's a lot better on the road, actually, a lot better on the road than they are at home. Philly's a below average team at home. They're one of the worst teams in the league. I think they're 24th overall in uh in amongst teams home records this season. They've had success because they've been really good on the road. Conversely, the Jets are a pretty good road team. They're mm-hmm. one of the best road teams. They're a top 10 road team in the league. I just think they can't afford to lose a fifth in a row. Yes, Philly has scored an impressive win in their last game against Florida, but previous to that, they lost five in a row. So I think we're going to see a determined Jets squad tonight. Last game was Sean Monahan's first with the team. It was Mark Shifley's first game back, returning from injury. Got their legs in on, got back in some game, game action, finding your way with your new team. I think tonight they strike, and I love this bet tonight. It's paying 1.72 to 1. The Jets to win in regulation at BetMGM. I love this bet. It's my favorite bet of the night. I really think the Jets are going to win. It's kind of a mismatch, too, because the Jets are the best defensive team in the NHL this year. And then yeah. Philly, like since January 1, they're 23rd in goals for like per game it's it's and i don't really trust thurston either man i don't really trust them i know he had a good game last game no i would agree it seemed like once connor carter hart was gone from the team he he started to struggle a little bit more it's maybe like he liked the competitiveness of like if i play good i'm gonna get more games where now he's he's the number one yeah it's yeah it's different being a 1b than a like quintessential number one there's a huge difference there so i definitely think that there's kind of a a clear drop off there. Um, I also want to note that I think with Philly, I don't think that like with how things are going, first of all, you have Tippett injured. You've got the team right now, like pretty, like it's pretty clear they're going to sell, you know, they're in a playoff spot. Sometimes I can light a fire in teams, but I think with Philly, they've lost so much manpower that we're going to see the beginning of the end for them this year. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be, I think slowly but surely they're going to tumble uh, down the standings and, for the Jets, this is a game they need tonight. Yeah, like I said, longest losing streak of the season. Um, I think it definitely ends tonight. Favorite bet of the night, pretty good odds too. And I know we're like, oh, Philly's at home. But like we mentioned, Philly's really bad at home and Jets are great on the road. Absolutely. Next up, the Calgary Flames are visiting the New Jersey Devils. The Devils are getting Jack Hughes back tonight um, mm. after uh, after that weird press release. Uh, where they gave us a text update on him. <laughs> Flames are playing pretty good hockey as of late. Could we see an upset tonight, George? 
Yeah, I like the Flames here. Some people might think I'm a little nuts with Jack Hughes returning to the lineup for the Devils, but I like the odds, 2.2 mm-hmm. to 1. I like the Flames. They beat Boston last game, and I like Kadri's quote at the end of the game. Always been a Nazem Kadri guy. I don't know if you saw it. A uh, reporter asked them, do you think if you guys keep playing this way, like as together as a unit, like you can take down some of the top teams? And he said, yeah, I think anytime a pack of hyenas can take down a lion. Yeah, I and, saw uh, that. So uh, that's awesome. You know, maybe they're taking this. Hey, hold off on trading the whole team. Got rid of Zadorov. Mm-hmm. Got rid of Lindholm. We still have pride. We're playing for something here, and that's yeah. what it looked like against the Bruins. That was that was a deserved win. So mm-hmm. um, impressive effort. Um, you know, Hughes is back, but sometimes when a player, even a good player, returns to the line, could throw things off a bit. Um, and the Devils too are coming off a good win of their own. They're coming off a five-three win over the Colorado Avalanche, but Devils aren't aren't good at home this season. They're just a 500 mm-hmm. team. And yeah. actually, if you take into account regulation and OT win losses as losses, they're a below 500 team. So yeah. Calgary's won seven of 10 between these two, seven of the last 10. I'm going to take the underdog tonight. I just feel like they're, they're going to score a victory here. Yeah, I like it. And I think a big reason why is I, I love the Kuzmenko acquisition. Like at least in the short term, you've got a player that, was kind of falling out of favor with Tockett's system, but this is a 40 goal scorer from last year. Like last year, he scored 40 goals. He has an unbelievable wrist shot. And in game one, he fared quite well with Jonathan Huberdeau. And this, like, if all goes well, this is going to be huge for Hubie. I think that's a, he's, that's just a great player for Huberdeau to play with. He's totally. got a sniper now to feed the puck. And uh, Lindholm wasn't that type of sniper. I know he scored 40 goals a couple of years ago when he was playing on that fantastic line with Johnny Goudreau and Matthew Kachuk. But this is a pure sniper, Kuzmenko. Like, he's a shooter. Um, I don't know if he'll consistently score 40 goals. Kind of came out of nowhere and scored 40 last season. But Uber, though, I think that might have been his best game as a flame last game. He had three points. He was outstanding. So... I like this line right now. I don't know if Sharon Govich is the answer in the middle for too long, but I like this line. So right, the Devils give up a ton of goals. I think we'll see goals tonight. Take oh, yeah. Uber Doe in the player prop market to get at least one point tonight. Pays 1.87 to 1. Conversely, a player that's been struggling a bit for the Flames lately is yeah. their number three center, Mikhail Backlund. I would yeah. fade him in the player prop market. Take him to get go pointless under 0.5 points. Pays 1.8 to 1. Ubero to get a point, at least a point, 1.87 to 1. Backlin not to get any points, 1.8 to 1. He hasn't gotten a point in five straight. And he's no more for his defensive acumen than his offensive game. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. And that's the thing. Like, Backlin is definitely, like, that third line is definitely becoming a defensive kind of shutdown line for them. Blake Coleman is an all-star. Um, and he's been great. But that's that's the way it's been this year. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. Um, all right. And also one more thing I want to mention is the devils. Like, I think that there's a lot of pressure there on them. And I think whereas the, the flames are kind of playing free, as you said, they've got that, you know, they want to still be competitive and all that, but the devils, it's like, you get Hughes back, your back end still kind of a bandaid. You've got these young it guys is. back there. You came in here with huge expectations. You, there's probably a lot of stress there and that's not always a good thing. So yeah. I, I like the flames upset. Honestly, I'm all for it. Nice. Um, oh, you're going to disagree step. with me on that one. No, no. I, I mean, I, I can see it. I like it. Yeah. Next up, the Washington Capitals are visiting the Florida Panthers. The Capitals, uh, they got smoked by Montreal the other night. Panthers are Panthers are buzzing right now. Um, but, uh, you know, they lost the Flyers, but won four straight before that. Kind of a tale of two 
completely different teams right now. Here's a sentence you don't hear too much this year that you just said. Blank team got smoked by the Habs. No kidding. Like it, it, it's it's like that's how bad it is right now. Yeah, and it I think they were at home. They were at home for that one too, Washington, right? Yes. They were down they were. three nothing early to a Habs team that just traded Sean Monahan. To be honest, I don't I didn't even like recognize some of the names in the Habs lineup, but yeah, I guess you I. could say the same for Washington right now, especially with their trouble down the middle with Evgeny Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov going to the player assistance program. So I love the Panthers to mop the Caps tonight. Yeah, um, I agree. I was surprised how the Caps had such a good start to the year, but I think they're showing what they are now, and they are not a good team. And they got to get mm-hmm. rid of players before the deadline, too, to get some assets back. So I like the Panthers to smash here, take them on the puck line to win by two goals or more. They're paying 1.91 to 1 at BetMGN to win by two goals or more. Caps, I was mentioned, they lost five straight. Three of those games have been by two goals or more. Panthers lost to the Flyers, a tight one last game. But previous to that, they've won four straight, and they're 13-3-2 in their last 17 games. So mm-hmm. the Panthers are on a roll. They've won six in a row against the Capitals, and four of those have been by two goals or more. Add it all up together. I just don't see how the Panthers don't really, well, like, yeah. Well, I agree. I mean, also, here's another thing. Since January 1st, the Panthers have the second most expected goals um of any team right and then in that same span the capitals have the second worst goaltending in the league so yeah. to me another one of those mismatches you're looking at a high high fired offense versus an abysmal goaltending situation yeah i really like this one like i'll be surprised if the panthers don't beat them easily tonight like i just you know i think this panthers team is a good a really good team and on that note i think they're a good team to pick to come out of the eastern conference um when the playoffs come around, they're paying yeah. six to one to come out of the Eastern Conference this year. And yeah. I could definitely see them back in the Stanley Cup final. 11 to one to win I the cup. Too. I don't see them winning the cup, but six to one odds to win the East. I think that's worth worth considering. Yeah, I'd agree. We've talked about this a bit. Like the East is for a while has been kind of difficult because it's so crowded. Very few points separate each team. But Florida, man, like the lot, like 13, three and two in their last 18 games. They're built like they're built for the playoffs. Kachuk is right now in his prime form. They've got yeah. Montour back, Ekblad. The goaltending situation is pretty solid as well. Like they're it's as solid as it can be in this league right now, right? Yeah, like yeah, and, and it's like it's pretty it's pretty admirable what Florida's built. And there's also the experience factor. Like you've got guys like Sam Bennett, Carter Verhege that are great players that have gone on that run last year. I love the culture that they've built there. I honestly agree with you. I like the Panthers coming out of the East. And honestly, like, I don't mind the, the the cup on bet too. Like, I think a team from the West will win. Like, as of right now, that's it seems like very probable based off odds or whatever you want to say. But as I said, experience matters, and Florida has that under their belt. So that's yeah. something to consider as well. Yeah. Um, next up, the Tampa Bay Lightning are visiting the New York Islanders. Tough blow for the uh the Lightning the other night. Mikhail Sergachev. Yeah. With a brutal injury uh, during looked the really Rangers bad, game. man. Looked really yeah, bad. Yeah, man. Did you see his Instagram post? I did. I did. Yeah, that that like struck a chord. Yeah. Struck a chord with me too, because you don't really don't see just raw and honest. Athlete like, so... that that raw and honest. Like he's just like this sucks. He was being honest. <laughs> it wasn't your t- your typical. Hey, just got out of surgery. So um, blessed. T- like, tough blow, yeah. but so blessed for all these. Thanks for the best wishes. I'll be back better than ever. And he's like. 
he was just like, I came back from injury and this is what happened. It sucks. I don't understand really why this is happening to me. But he said thanks for all the prayers and well wishes, but that's a t- that's a huge blow. To that it's a Tampa massive team. loss. Like, and, and the thing too is, you know, recently the Bolts have been back, man. Like they've been, they they've, been. They, they're back to where we thought they'd be. I don't think this is the end of the era, but this is such a tough, such a tough loss for them. And then they're playing an Islanders team tonight. That's hungry. Like that's a yeah. team that wants to be getting in there. Patrick was there. They've been playing better. Coming off a win over the Leafs. Yeah. What do you think about this one? I like the Islanders. And part of really? what we just talked about is, is the reason. Um, yeah. I, I don't even think it's just the injury. I think that's a, that was a tough injury to watch. Look, it's not the most gruesome injury we've ever seen, but it looked bad. I think yeah. the players, you know, they they lost the game, um, and I think they're just going to be down a bit, and they're missing, obviously. You can't replace Sergeyev. He's a great defenseman. So the Islanders, I think, are getting used to They played tough teams under Patrick Waugh. They didn't really win off, off the jump. They didn't get that coach boost off the jump. They were playing good teams, I think. Vegas, Dallas, I'm not sure who else uh, they played and lost to, and losing, like, these tight one-goal games. Playing a Leafs team, that's pretty good. They won the tight one-goal game the other night. And I think they're going to slowly but surely turn it around. And Tampa, on the Sergachev note, it's just that D used to be spectacular. But they have lost, because of salary cap issues, they've lost more and more guys over the years. I mean, McDonough's obviously the big one that they had to get rid of. Um, So Sergachev's not going to – I mean, your best two defensemen are uh, Hedman. But after that, who is it? Chernak? yeah probably like well and i know i'm missing another big name that left their team in the last couple years um they've had the veterans there like ian cole and zach bogosian but i think there was another bigger name i'm missing that they lost on top of mcdonough Um, on the back end yeah can't uh like from the stanley cup seasons um can't well they lost sorry they lost jan ruda that's another guy that's a pretty good defenseman not like a top two but he could play on a second pair. Like he's a he's an NHL and the guys they have back there now, it's, it's just bad. It's, it's super bad. To, I think that was the biggest difference in the series against the Leafs last year because Hedman had to miss a game and yep. they just don't have the depth back there. Um, so losing Sergachev for a prolonged period of time. Brutal. I think this is gonna be tough for them, not only tonight, and I like the Islanders to win tonight, 1.7 to 1 on the money line, bet MGM, but I think this might really actually affect their their playoff woes i'll say this though if they do make the playoffs nikita kucherov is going to have to keep up playing at the pace he is right now or yeah. even pick it up more and at that point now i'm like okay this might actually help kucherov's heart trophy case I would if they agree. make the playoffs they're going to need him to keep on playing the way same way he's neck and neck neck with nathan mckinnon in the points race right now I think he's up one on him. I think it's 86-85. Um, and he's 4-1 to one in the hard odds. McKinnon's a huge favorite. So now's the time to consider Kucherov in the hard trophy race. He's got one more point than McKinnon. You're correct. Now, but l- let's go across the hall. How about the Islanders? Like, they haven't gotten they haven't gotten the massive bump from Patrick Waugh, but they still have Sorokin. They've got guys like Barzell, who, like, Barnett is one of my favorite players in the league to watch. 
um, and like great player. Really like, underrated player. I agree with you. He's so a really underrated. talented, underrated player. If he was playing on something like, there, you could imagine unlock. him on like a Colorado or a Vegas oh, team or a team insane. that plays more offensively. Like I think he totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, there's something there to unlock. Like, do we, like, are we riding the aisles to make the playoffs? I kind of like that. I like them, especially at the odds. They're 3.05 to one to make the playoffs. And I like them. I think they're going to sneak in somehow, whether that's Detroit falling apart, even though Detroit's in a co- pretty comfortable position right now. Yeah. I don't know what to make of the pens. They beat teams. They shouldn't, they lose to teams. They should like they beat, they shut out the jets the other night. And there's a lot of teams battling there, but I like these Islanders team. I like the way they're made up. They're built for the playoffs. And I think Patrick Watt could push him there. So at 3.05 to one, that's a bet I'd make right now. Yeah. I can't disagree. Just to make the playoffs. I like it from the sense that there's a lot of familiarity within that room. So even if you have a new voice in Watt, those guys have been playing together for like so long. Like that's probably the longest tenured core in the entire league. And I'm talking about like even accessory guys. Like these still have Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, Matt Martin, those are still there. Brock Nelson's been there forever. Anders Lee's been there forever. A lot of their defensemen have been there for a long time. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, All right, so let's move on to the next one. The Colorado Avalanche are visiting the Carolina Hurricanes. Avs are a bit snake bitten recently. I think maybe because Nuchushkin's out, whatever it may be. Like Joe Juran's filling in fine. Um, but he's not going to really drive any production on his own. He's kind of going to get a couple cookies by playing with good players. Carolina, meanwhile, you know, they're doing pretty well right now. I mean, like Carolina is back to their usual mojo. What are we thinking about this one? Yeah, I like the home side. I think, like you mentioned, the Avs have been sliding a bit of late. They lost 5-3 to the Devils the other night, and their offense has gone missing a bit lately. Um, McKinnon didn't even get a point, I think, last game. When McKinnon doesn't get on the board, it's always shocking. They've got just four goals total in their last two games. Like you said, they might be missing the Chushkin. Um, Their depth is also something that's going to be questioned until they get reinforcements back or bulk up at the deadline, especially up front. Look, their high-end talent is, you cannot question it. Like, their high-end performers are outstanding. But um, with the Chushkin gone now, some guys got to pick up the slack. And the Hurricanes... I've been playing better lately. I don't know that the abs kind of need a win here. I'm going to play the under though. Under 6.5 goals pays 1.83 to one. Like I said, the abs offense hasn't been what it was with like with Nishushkin gone. They haven't scored a lot lately. Carolina's games have been gone four straight under six and a half goals. That's the betting line tonight. Six and a half. Five of their last six have been under six and a half goals. And I think at home, Carolina is going to push this game to be played the way they want it to be played. So, and also when these teams face each other, it seems like they're low scoring games because eight of their last 10 games have hit the under when they've gone head to head. Yeah, no, for sure. The, uh, the abs aren't cup favorites anymore. Hey, no, no. Threw me off a bit. Yeah. Threw me off. Oilers lost to the golden Knights and became the cup favorites. This is on the same night that the devils though, um, beat the abs. So, um, yeah, Avs are now nine to one to win the cup, and the Oilers are eight and a half to one. Carolina sit, who they're playing tonight, sits at eleven to one. But um, kind of interesting. Um, well, it's tough with the with the Avs because it's a big blow lo- losing Nichushkin. It's a big blow in itself. They don't acquire Lindholm, who would have been perfect for him, and then you for them. And you look at like what's out there to acquire. You have to wonder, like, can they reasonably fill the holes that are left by Nichushkin? Like, can they reasonably? 
fix their weaknesses. And that's kind of where you would decide they, not to pick the abs. They can if he's back in a month. That's true. I mean, look, we don't know. We don't know everything that's no going on. He could be done for the year. He could be back in a few weeks. Like we, we just have yeah. no idea on these things. And also, um, as we've talked about before, we don't know about Gabriel Landeskog as well. If they were to get Gabriel Landeskog and Valerie Nishushkin back, but we don't know what version of Gabe Landeskog they are getting back, right? Is it is it fifty percent him? Is it sixty percent? Is it twenty? Like what? The guy yeah. hasn't played in two years. That's true. That's true. It's, but I it's think hard. If and you, then in the playoffs, you're going from zero to like two hundred percent. Like it, well, I think the hope would be you introduce sure. him back into the lineup a few weeks before the playoffs or a month before. But I don't know how close they are. I'm just saying they have. They have a couple bullets in their chamber there. That's yeah. why I think, like, look, if they don't trade for anybody and those guys don't come back, I think they're going to be very hard-pressed. I still think they have a chance, though, because they yeah. have a terrific back end. Like, I think they have the best blue line core in the league, led by the best blue liner in the league. So Yeah, I don't disagree. And I, I mean, would take Diaz at 9-1. to one. And Nathan McKinnon. And I'm still, I'm still riding the. I think he's gonna win the heart. He's a huge favorite, one point seven to one odds. Yeah. And listen, I get the argument you're making about if, and I can't see it if if Cooch can really lead this battered and bruised Lightning team to the playoffs, he'll get some consideration. But I think what Nathan McKinnon's doing this year, it's really hard to ignore. And I think looking mm. elsewhere is like, you know, especially from voters, it's like, all right, let's finally give him some love. You know, yeah. like of all years, and he deserves it. It's hard for me, for me to foresee the votes not going that way. If the season were to end today, I would vote Nathan McKinnon, and I wouldn't have to think too much about it. So I agree yeah. with you there. So um, that that's the reason he's a pretty strong favorite. He's yeah. one point seven to one. You know, so um, yeah, I'd agree with you there. But there's still about a third of the season left to be played, and. It's not like he's not destroying the race right now. Like he's he's has a couple competitors, but if the season were to end today, I totally agree with you. My goal would go to Nathan McKinnon. I wouldn't have to think too much about it. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out though, odds wise. The kid, I mean, hey, maybe hold pump the brakes there. He could uh, slide down a bit at some point if Cooch picks it up and then hammer some some odds there for good value. Okay, That's last right. game, Vegas Golden Knights are visiting the Arizona Coyotes, or should I say the Salt Lake? city uh coyotes because who knows where they'll be by the time this episode even airs it's so up in the air um vegas they just ended edmonton's winning streak right out of the all-star break um arizona though they've been uh kind of a country club vibe they haven't played in like two weeks yeah i don't think that's a good thing no i don't either not I think at that's all. a little too long and now you're playing a vegas team that just ended edmonton's 16 yeah. it was 16 game winning streak right yeah yeah, I, I mean, and they, if you saw the end of that game when William Carlson scored an empty netter, they were jacked. Like, mm -hmm. they were jacked to win that game. It's like they're in playoff form. So now well, Arizona it could, it could spark them. Like, that. that's the kind of win that, that ignites a team like this that really needed a little bit of a boost. I agree with you. I honestly think Vegas is going to win this game easily, but the odds were so good just for them to win on the money line. They're 1.72 to 1. I do the safe play at BetMGM and take Vegas just to win the game at 1.72 to 1. Um, I, I don't see a letdown coming here. I think Arizona will not look good with that much. I mean, that's a lot of – it's almost full two weeks since they played last. And having said that, when they did play last, they weren't playing good. They won just four of 13 games in 2024, yeah. while Vegas is 7-2-1 in their last 10. 
So um, yeah. I really, really like the the Golden Knights on the money line here. Let's let's face it. At home, I don't know what the home record is for Arizona, but home ice isn't an advantage for the Coyotes. It's a it's a four thousand seat college rink. So out of it's all the traumatic teams, experience, home yeah. ice home ice advantage is a traumatic experience for Arizona. Yeah, so I like Vegas a lot here. And also, we were talking about Vegas at Stanley Cup odds the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went down after that win from 15 to 1 to 13 to 1. So if you're considering Vegas to repeat as Stanley Cup champs, I hope you bet on them two nights ago. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I asked you, you think that they're they're very much contenders. And again, they're 17 1 the last 10, as you mentioned. And also, like that win against the Oilers, who right now, for my money, are the best team in the NHL. Like right now, you know, the last couple, like if you were to pick one team right now to be the best, it's them. They could start rolling right now, Vegas. And that's a scary thought. So I think you should hammer that now if you can. Yeah, the scary like, thought, too, is Vegas is missing some key personnel. 100%. Edmonton is yeah. fully healthy. Vegas is missing some key players. Eichel, Theodore, yeah, Carrier. Solid coached. Well, like team, like they just play for each other. I mean, even I think was it? It was either the empty net goal or a chance they had before the empty net goal. Just the way they shared the puck to like get it to the point where they had a chance at an empty net. This is such a good team. So I like, I really like Vegas, and I think they, I think they were a great bet at fifteen to one. Still a good bet at thirteen to one. Do I see them repitting? I wouldn't pick them if I had to pick them to win the cup again. But can I see it happening? Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know if that. Yeah, they wouldn't be on my personal, like the top of my pecking order. But I could totally see it. Like especially with them playing the way they are now, it's not other realm possibility that they enter the they that they enter you know the playoffs, the second or third best team in the West. Like it's really exactly. not out of that possibility at all. They're still a great team, and exactly. they're missing Jack Eichel. Like that is really really impressive to me missing their best player yeah um taking down dry settle mcdavid without eichel is definitely noteworthy stuff um okay let's cap it there thank you very much for listening to today's episode of the hockey news action show presented by betmgm enjoy uh the games tonight please bet responsibly and we'll see you guys next time